0: This is The Analysis, a weekly examination of the culture in light of truth. I'm Deanna Huff.
1: And I'm Mark DeMoss. Join us as we investigate and analyze the environment of the world where we live.
0: We will be shedding the light of God's Word on the issues.
1: And responding as Christians to influence followers of Jesus Christ to share the gospel with those around them.
0: This week we're going to continue the subject... Of the meta narrative and how that affects our life in everyday situations. And today, specifically, how Christians can reflect their worldview and their sphere as a witness to others. And to be able to stand in the midst of all these changing circumstances around us, Mark, we know that all the time we're getting in the news circumstances that will challenge a biblical worldview. And we want to be able to live. In the world and be productive citizens of society, hold a, a Christian worldview and stand, but also with this compassion, this love, and to be able to impact others' lives by truth. Right. And and being able to do that well.
1: Yeah, um, and probably one of the things that just happened recently that gives us an opportunity to kind of walk that through and. and and think about it is what we heard yesterday from the Boy Scouts of America in another move that they've made in kind of accepting the cultural standard, the cultural norm uh, of allowing girls in all layers of their organization. And we saw some moves of the Boy Scouts in the past of allowing homosexuals, professing homosexuals, to become leaders and, and then it could be a scout that's identifying as a homosexual. Um, and so you just continue to see this move of the Boy Scouts towards, uh, we would call it a, a further move away from the gospel and from a biblical worldview. Really all they're doing is listening to the voice of culture, leaning into those preferences, and trying to adapt themselves to what some voice wants to happen. And so... As, as it occurred yesterday, uh, just the opportunity to have some conversation in, in my own family uh, with that. And, and I think that's something of what we want to do is just, this is not the only thing to talk about, right? but this has happened. How do I talk about it? And it has to do with the fact that my worldview is different and I'm trying to train my children. We're trying to lead the church. To a biblical worldview, and it's different than this worldview.
0: Mm -hmm. And to be able to have the opportunity to have the conversation that just because the culture is identifying with this subjective preference idea, Mm -hmm. that we still can hold to these objective truths that come out of the meta narrative, and the fact that God created just to. Recap on the meta narrative this idea of overarching view of the meta narrative being creation, everything was perfect, the fall, everything went bad because of sin, and then Christ came to restore things, and then, of course, one day, restoration. So, we have creation, fall, redemption, okay. restoration, and talking within those ideas within that meta narrative, we still have objective truth. So, when we're thinking about things like The Boy Scouts, you know, one of the things that stood out to me was the influence that is coming from the side of advocacy in women wanting to be in Boy Scouts. Now, we know that there's already Girl Scouts, right? right? But there's this level of eagle that you can get to in Boy Scouts that you can't attain, I guess, in in Girl Scouts, right. so they want to allow these these girls into cubbies and then eventually in the same kind of leadership style mm-hmm. as you would the boys, which is removing in creation that uniqueness of man and woman right. that is re- removing the idea that there are roles for men and women that, that look differently yeah. and the, the image of God that he put on mankind and and trying to train men and women exactly the same, yeah, you completely use lose that uniqueness that God put in the midst of creation.
1: Yeah, and one of the um, things that is just curious about it all is the fact that when you try to dialogue over this conversation with somebody else, um, you you have to realize your worldview. If you have a biblical worldview. May not be the worldview of the other individual, so sometimes we just struggle and going, why can't they see that's wrong, and why can't they see how ridiculous that looks, yeah. and 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 we may just be arguing with the TV and the media that's telling us just in our head, but it may actually become a conversation with somebody that is going, well, I don't see what's wrong with it, I, you know, I've got a daughter that I want her to be able to get the Eagle Scout award, or I want her to be able to be eligible for that kind of scholarship that. The boys are getting to, and so what's wrong with that? And and you're going, what? Are you kidding me? But you have to stop and go. Wait a minute. I I have a meta narrative. That's what we're talking about. I have a worldview that is fashioned by these things. They're missing the point because they they either don't hold that worldview, or they're not applying that worldview to the circumstance. And so you you can then back the conversation up and it's not an argument over should girls be in Boy Scouts. Right. And that's what you were pointing out. Wait, there's a creative order. And where did that come from? If we're made and we're made in God's image and we're made male and female, why did he do it that way? What's the purpose of that? Uh, Did it have reason that it occurred that way? And then what does that mean? And am I going to conform to that? Or am I going to go, well, I just want it different
0: yeah and it's so interesting because in reading the book recently our faculty has had to read a practical guide to culture and stone street and skunkle they make this statement in the book they say human wholeness comes not by denying reality but conforming to it Mm -hmm. and and when we take these situations that that we're talking about i mean we could look at almost any other situation that's in conflict with a biblical worldview and look and the fact is is that we're trying to find this satisfaction We want to be satisfied in attaining something. Mm -hmm. And so we're looking for this human wholeness. And, you know, this human wholeness is going to come if I get to be in this particular thing that I'm advocating for. But the truth is that God's word helps us and tells us and directs us to see that. No, really what we need to do is conform to what God has called us to be and what God has asked us to do. And so therefore, that's when real wholeness comes through Christ being sanctified in our life and recognizing our fallenness and, and conforming to that reality. That's truly when we're going to have that peace and that satisfying Feeling that we're really looking for, as opposed to this tension that we're having because we can't get in or or do something that we're trying to attain that's yeah. that's different from what God intended it to be.
1: Yeah, and that's really Romans one being played out. This denial of God and who He is because it I'm in tension over what I want or long for. I don't want to conform to what is being presented to me as the right way. And so what I'm really doing is I'm denying God. I'm denying the Creator. Uh, I'm I'm denying the very first part of the whole story, the meta narrative. Uh, and now, over my denial of that, um, I'm living out. I want my fallenness to supersede, which is the next part of the story. Now, sin, my sinfulness and my sinful desires become the standard. And that was Romans one. You've decided to worship the creature over the Creator. Therefore, I'm going to give you over, give you over, give you over, give you over to all these preferences that you think are so great. And what's the result? It's still emptiness. You still aren't satisfied. You still don't want it. And he's trying to show through Romans 1, if if you'll come to the end of all that and realize by the time you get to Romans 3, all sin and fall short of the glory of God, there's an answer that's Jesus Christ. But we're, we're stuck in that stage very often of I'm resisting what God made and I don't want to conform. I, I don't want to change. And that's what's happening in that Boy Scout, Girl Scout discussion. I'm a girl. I don't want to conform and go to the Girl Scout organization and say, wait, can we do things that would make it possible to achieve the same kinds of things as the Boy Scouts? How can I make this organization successful like this one, if that's my concern? No, I'm going to deny my femaleness and go to the Boy Scout organization.
0: Yeah, and, and and here's the thing is that the importance of seeing these circumstances in the news and being able to open up and unfold these conversations in our households and in our churches mm-hmm. and in our Sunday school rooms, sometimes we reject talking about it and kind of silence it by mm-hmm. saying, well, that's just wrong, Yeah, and they shouldn't do that. But instead, I think what you and I would be advocating is that we we need to have those conversations. Yeah. We need to unpack those ideas and see what that looks like. And one of the things that I think is important, and you mentioned this earlier, you and your son were watching the news, mm-hmm. and you begin to have a discussion about it.
1: Right. Yeah, he noticed it on the news first and, and just kind of made a comment about it. And so okay well what's going on here and we just talked
0: yeah and 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 pointing back to what does the Bible say about that right and being able to discuss okay well you know you have kids at school and they attend some kind of, of event at school and they realize that there is a worldview that's in opposition to their worldview and a lot of times what we want to do is just shut it down and walk away. Yeah. But can we be an impact? Can we be an influence? Can we bring good to that community yeah. by being, bringing Christ in it? And how would we do
1: that? Yeah. Uh, our our goal with understanding the meta narrative isn't simply to just say, look, here's the right one. Now know that, be able to spout that out, and tell everybody that you know it. But how do I with my worldview, be in the culture, and it become an influencing uh, witness to those around me. And so in in thinking that through and, and trying to do that, you you begin, I think you're saying with conversation, and, and I even begin by asking the question of something that I think is wrong, or maybe even clearly know is wrong, but begin the conversation and say, is it wrong? And well, yeah, I think that's wrong. You know? with, with my kids, is it, is it wrong for a girl to want to join Boy Scouts? Well, yeah. Okay, well, why? Why is that wrong? Why, why do you think it's wrong? Because right now you're just telling me you think it's wrong. I don't care if you think it's wrong. We need to know if it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and there's something even deeper in that. Her desire to join Boy Scouts isn't really what's wrong. Like the desire is broken somewhere, but it you gotta you gotta fix you gotta fix that right, and and so the fact that some girl drives by the football field and goes, oh, I want to play football. I'd like to be on the football team, and and some dads would go, Oh yes, finally, I've got a kid that wants to play football, and other dads probably be me (laughs) would go well now honey we don't play football (laughs) you know here we do something different uh but is do i do i demean her for having the desire or do i help her say wait you have a preference that doesn't conform to a standard that is god's best for you and that's what i want to help them get to is let's it's not just conform because god said it Mm-hmm. And I think that's something of the resistance. I want you to conform because it, it's better. God's plan for you is better than what you want. Mm-hmm. And helping people see that is where I want that conversation to go.
0: Yeah, and in addition to that, you can even go further and say, you know, follow out the logic of the argument. So, you know, you're talking with someone and you're having the conversation and you recognize that the other person is maybe on the other side of the argument and just asking questions. Well, let's, let's follow that out. Let's follow through with what you're talking about. But, mm-hmm. okay, so what, 10 years ago, they began to have the uh, claim that they, they needed to allow boys who had a tendency or been bend toward being homosexual in and being open about it. Okay well then they had leaders okay well now they've moved from homosexuals who are openly gay to now we have openly homosexuals well that led to the recent what year ago transgender now you have homosexuals leaders as homosexuals transgender and now this year you have girls right and they're supposed to be the boy scouts and they're supposed to have a uniqueness, building on leadership, giving all of these fundamental things mm-hmm. that are supposed to help young boys become men. And what's going to be the the rest of the argument? Where do you stop? Yeah. And so... Basically, now you have nothing that's objective. Right. So you're going to remove, eventually, you're going to remove the boy, and you're going to become scouts, and you're going to train everybody exact the same, mm-hmm. and you're not going to have any uniqueness within the training levels of, of leadership. And, and I'm not saying that women can't do things that are hard or challenging or, you know, be strong in, in all of those areas but there you do miss yeah. a uniqueness when you when you have everyone is everything right in the argument yeah so now you have everyone is nothing
1: <laughs> yeah yeah when you push for sameness now what do you have when there's no distinctions between uh, good and evil you have no distinctions between right and wrong. Because you made everything the same. And so we want we want distinction. We want difference in those things. And so but it boils down to the the Bible made that distinction and we're refusing to go there. We're not conforming. And and that's gonna be that's those are hard conversations. So we we still have to have them. The answer isn't it's wrong, let's not talk about it. The answer is, okay, what's going on here? Why Why do you sense this is wrong? Why are you struggling with it? Or why do you accept it? Uh, is there a standard? Should it, should it be good? Should it be bad? Getting to the point of the conversation means you're going to have to have some thought and you're going to have to have some care for the individual that you're talking to. If my worldview is going to be a witness to the community, to the culture, to the society, I'm going to engage that. I need to be thoughtful in that. I need to be caring in that conversation. Uh, I, I need to be uh, cautious with what I say. And that doesn't mean cowering and it doesn't mean tolerance, but it means respectful. If, if I really believe my worldview, I respect this other human being that I'm in disagreement with yes. for the fact that they're made in God's image. No matter how they're dressed or what their viewpoint is or what their Gender lifestyle, or whatever it may be, I respect you as a human being, so I'm being thoughtful and careful with you. But I want to bring you truth because that's loving.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's such a great place to end today. We want to be thoughtful, we want to be caring, uh, we want to be able to stand in truth, in being able to expose fallacies and extend truth. We want to be able to have the conversation with our kids. Our kids need to have the conversation. They need to be encouraged. They need to walk in confidence and mostly, obviously, in Christ. And then we need to cultivate a biblical worldview that will reflect good for the whole of our community. We'll end right there today, and we'll pick up the whole of the meta narrative, pursuing another subject next
1: week with you guys. Thank you, Deanna.